Hey there, my name is Janny and I'm the host of What's On Your Mind. I interview guests about their weekly musings and Wikipedia rabbit holes, like toxic beauty standards, or the impact of redlining, or bees. Whatever it is, we'll process it together. We'll all learn a little something and take another step in creating our own stories, all while adding another laugh line to your face. Pallavi is a 20-year-old from India who moved to the U.S. for college and recently graduated in May. Through college, she developed a newfound love for herself, her culture, and passion for uplifting her community. She started the Caffeinated Brown Girl podcast in December 2019 to engage in conversations with fellow creatives, business owners, and pioneers all through a social justice lens. I truly enjoyed this conversation, and you can definitely hear it in my voice. I was just ecstatic talking about virtual reality, and I hope you enjoy this episode as much as I did. Hi, Pallavi. What's on your mind? Hi, Jani. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. So what's on my mind is that tomorrow shenanigans day, which is basically a day where my company just logs off work completely and we just play games and enjoy for like 12 plus hours. But we do have a pandemic going on. So everything's virtual this year. And this is my first year because I only started there like six months ago. But they gifted us all like Oculus Quests. And so I'm just trying to get used to those VR headsets and get acclimated before I have to log on for the entire day tomorrow to like play games with people virtually. I am just like astonished that everything that you said is even like a sentence and something that's possible in life. So first question, do you work for a tech company? Well, kind of. So like, so we, so we are in the marketing industry and are sort of expanding more to like strategy and consulting, but how I would describe it as three aspects. So one is like marketing and that's like what you would traditionally think of an agency that's what that is one is consulting so it's strategy and measurement consulting because our anything that we do is measurement driven and then the third is the product aspect of it and so we have an analytics platform that is proprietary that is for marketing and so what I specifically do is um own that product on the client side. So working with measurement, helping them implement it and use it. And um, yes, it's interesting because some of it is tech, but some of it is more the traditional marketing. Yeah. Are you allowed to say, but is this VR company that you all got the goggles? Is that one of the places that you all are marketing for? Or if you're not allowed to say that's okay. No, no. I mean, Oculus is owned by Facebook. Okay. I'm pretty sure. And um, yeah, I'm allowed to say this and we've done stuff for Facebook, uh, but not this aspect. And since Facebook is such a big company, right. like uh, it's fu- it's funny that you mentioned that though, because um, our, C- our CEO, he loves swag and he loves that whole culture aspect. And so when he told us, oh, you know, you all will be receiving one Oculus. Um, he also told us that the founder of the Oculus would be coming and talking to us. Wow. But that was just a ruse to make sure we go and pick up our <laughs> device. <laughs> so we got really excited and then we're like, oh, well, I mean, this is exciting enough. But yeah. Oh my God. Wait, so that person actually didn't actually come speak? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Okay. At least you all still got the gifts out of it. But that's too funny. Oh my yeah. goodness. Okay. So 
Okay, second question. Did you know that Shenanigans Day was a thing um, before you interviewed for the company? I did because okay. I got to know about the company through a friend who had interned there last summer. And so he just told me about it. And then I, I interviewed, I got hired last October. So I okay. still had like about a semester and a half left in college before I would actually start. And so I remember last December seeing on his Instagram stories <laughs> and I was like, whoa. <laughs> I feel like my first question during the interview or not maybe first question, I would have let them get to know me first, but I definitely would have been like, so tell me about shenanigans day and when is that? <laughs> I mean, they love talking about it. They have an onboarding session on it and oh. like, we obviously are in a very client facing industry. So we have to tell our clients we'll be working, like we'll be online tomorrow, but we won't be working. So do not <laughs> expect a response from us. And then they're all like, yeah, go have fun. And so there, yeah, this is like uh, one thing that's very important for the company that really, really drew me in because the CEO and the leadership are really cognizant and aware of like making sure people are able to take breaks and whether that's by having days like this or uh, starting this year we also started getting like mental health day off I think it's a day in October nice okay and then yeah just allowing people to take the time they need yeah I love that and that was actually another question I was going to ask of like you know do they do they kind of talk about why they do this because it's so clear that you know they want their employees to to feel appreciated, to feel like they can have fun at work. And it's, it sounds like it's part of just the larger culture and conversation in your company of where they just, they want their employees to love where they work. And, and like you said, like mental health is a priority. So that's so nice. Yeah, it's, it's pretty much exactly what you said, like ensuring people are loving where they are and are loving the people around them. And I think that's really important because work can get stressful and it does like we are a growing company uh, and so it can get really busy and stressful at times but then when you have those people around you who are willing to take off some of the burden or just like lend a year and be there I think that really makes up for it and then just having you know opportunities like this to take a break and be almost forced to take a break right. like go go take because I know we have like an unlimited PTO policy which I feel can be interesting because it's unlimited but then sometimes internally you can feel like well should I be taking yeah. this holiday how many days is the average like you don't want to be that person who's always on a break right and so even with that like they'll encourage people to take a week off together and I know that so I'm originally from India and I've been here for four years mm -hmm. um, and due to like visa restrictions and stuff I won't be able to go back home after June oh, and man. so I unfortunately have to like I mean I'm glad I'm able to see family but just with the world like I have to travel in two weeks now so that I'm able to see them before I have that visa break and so I was really nervous about that asking you know or like taking that time off because I was like I only started like five or six months ago like it hasn't been that much time will it be seen as you know I'm not interested in my work I'm just kind of like taking advantage of it um, but when I talked to like my manager leadership whoever they were all like 
you must go yeah <laughs> like uh-huh. so i think like having that environment has been like really helpful just like given that i'm here you know without any family and so them really encouraging me to take that break and like i asked them like oh can i like work from home and so you know like i won't have to take and they're like no actually just take the entire time off you don't need to work for those two weeks and i'm like thank you wow that's so nice okay what is the name of your company because i feel like my <laughs> listeners out there are going to be like i want to apply for a job here <laughs> well okay so it's called oative group we are a minneapolis based company you started about 10 years ago but now given like everything we're hiring like remote employees too and we're also opening up a location in new york i think next year so yeah and and the thing is that i'm really really grateful for this but we even given the pandemic we've been able to be on like a hiring spree so we've grown a lot just this year i think we went from 100 and something to 200 plus employees and so if anyone's looking for a job yeah <laughs> reach out to go. me <laughs> I, i i'm and like as i mentioned we have something in like tech something you know in more hr finance all these areas so yeah. like it's not just like a one size fits all Absolutely. Well, and it just, I think also at the end of the day, which to me is most important is that it sounds like you're working for a place that really cares for you as a person outside of just being an employee. So that's yeah. fantastic. Okay. And last question about this before, like, I'm so curious just to learn about the world <laughs> of virtual reality through you. Um, but so you clearly, I guess, transition to remote now. Um, is this something that like you like working virtually and would you is there an option to like stay working virtually if you like it after you know the quote new normal returns or is it expected and do you want to kind of go back to working in an office setting yeah so i actually was thinking about it this morning which is really funny yeah. that we're talking about it now but i as i said like i just graduated this may so i finished my last semester of college online in my college apartment and then my june uh, sorry my job started in june and then i started my first job out of college from the same desk i finished college <laughs> from because <laughs> everything was virtual so that was a really strange feeling because for a long time i felt like i'm just in like a state I haven't like really, you know, gone mm-hmm. from place A to place B, like that graduation, none of that happened. But now that I've gotten used to this work of a work from home situation, I feel like I've gotten really comfortable with it, like waking up, making my coffee at my own pace, you know, taking breaks throughout the day, going out on a walk and then being able to unplug when I want to and being able to really focus when I want to. Um so I've never worked at this company completely in person so for me it will be a different situation where I don't know what the before was like I've heard oh, a lot yeah. about it it okay. seems great but I don't know but we do have the option of going in and like booking a conference room uh or if you're sitting on your desk like wearing a mask and so i have gone in a couple of times just to you know get that environment and it's in a really nice part of downtown and um we have a 
great rooftop so that's always nice to see yeah. and like it's just always nice to see like a friendly face from even if it's from afar like sometimes like i'll meet someone i've never talked to before or the ceo will swing by and be like hey like how are you and just like you know chat up and i think like that's been nice like having this hybrid structure almost right. but i'm a little nervous about the point if i'll have to go back completely in person i'll be honest because i've gotten so used to working from home that's how i started and i'm assuming we're not going to go back to completely normal like before next fall right. at least like in terms of going into work in such close proximity and so at that point it'll be more than a year and so i think it'll be fine because you know people are great the environment's great the office is beautiful i just think that change uh will be a little difficult for me yeah oh i'm sure yeah i mean, i think you know as hard as the adjustment period was for a lot of people now of you know working in person and having to go virtual it's going to be like reverse culture shock like now we all would have adjusted to this maybe you know learned i'm sure many of us out there are like wow I actually really like this because <laughs> for the reasons that you just said like I know for me like I love just like waking up and then just like you know not having to like dress up in my suit and having to go somewhere like I hate commuting so I don't have to commute and then I just work in my like little home office that I paid for myself and then my dog sleeps next to my feet and every once in a while I can just like snuggle with him and then I can just like go make a snack whenever I want <laughs> like it's so um cozy and i know yeah for me i've thought a lot about that of just oh man like if there ever is the expectation which you know inevitably will come where okay it's time to just come back to work 100% in person i'm i have i've been wondering to myself of like i wonder if i can make the case for hey i've been performing and working completely efficiently from home is that an opportunity uh that can exist now that we've all seen that people can be super productive from home <laughs> yeah definitely and like what i'm really grateful for is that because we're hiring so many people who are already starting remote in other cities um and they won't be expected to move here right once right, like things yeah. get better and so i was just thinking about it is like i have for so long wanted to like move to the east coast and like you know like just just like you know try something there but i really like my company so i don't want to like leave my job to do that and yeah. so i was just thinking that maybe like i mean and i also have to consider my visa rules i don't know where they lie in here but like just thinking like maybe if i could move to like boston or something and work from there but still keep working here that's an option so i'm thankful to like have that situation where i can at least consider it uh but i agree like it's it's such a, it's going to be such a difficult transition and i was talking about this with someone else and this is a broader topic but because we have been so isolated and so alone i know i've personally felt that my in person social skills have kind of gone down <laughs> yeah like when it comes to like small talk and all that stuff i feel like yeah. i've shut down a lot yeah. more so i know now it's like uh yeah so uh covid uh covid right <laughs> <laughs> exactly and so i feel like when we go back to like normal things it's going to be so much coming at us at once that like i hope like you know 
people are able to like take that in or like take breaks when yeah. and as they need to because it's going to be a lot yeah i've learned a lot about myself over the past 6 months like i i've always been an extrovert but i think i am actually more introverted than i thought i was because i've learned that i don't like small talk i thought i loved small talk but i'm realizing in a virtual setting like especially like you know everyone has to log into like webex or zoom ahead of time and then you just have to like sit there and and small talk chit chat like before the actual meeting happens and i just i just mute myself and keep the video off until the meeting starts cuz i realize oh my gosh i don't like small chit chat talk <laughs> and i didn't know that about myself until this all happened <laughs> yeah i hate being the first person who joins a meeting and i've been <laughs> that person a lot cuz i really like being on time and some you know like i sometimes meetings run late but like i generally always reach on time and then people join in like 4 or 5 minutes later and i'm like i'm going to have to make small talk with every person who joins <laughs> I know. I think everyone has figured out that if you join the Zoom meeting early then you got to partake in chit chats and now everyone's caught on joining 5 minutes late. <laughs> I think theory. yeah. I think I need to get onto that train then. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, well that's enough talking about um the work stuff, but thank you for for sharing that with me. Um I I'm sure that that resonates with a lot of people, I think. Everyone is thinking about how they already have adjusted and now thinking of how they're going to have to adjust again to what they've now finally have gotten used to so i'm sure um this story is going to resonate with a lot of people a lot of people out there um so i want to shift gears and just talk about this vr thing because it sounds like they gave you the glasses ahead of time to like practice and get used to it it's tomorrow so have you been practicing and like and 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 for the VR is it like you're doing VR stuff with other people in your companies? That seems like a good point for a break. Time for some ads. MedMap connects residents with potential long-term providers to create real patient-physician relationships that can improve the overall wellness of residents and hopefully delay or even prevent the frequency of acute medical emergencies. All you have to do is enter in your address and slide the mile scale to view the clinics 1 to 30 miles away from your address. MedMap is here to connect the over 100,000 uninsured individuals in rural West Tennessee with free or sliding scale medical providers in our communities. Visit medmap.us and try out the free application today. That's www.medmap.us, spelled M-E-D-M-A-P. Again, that's www.medmap.us, completely free to use. Find your free or sliding scale medical provider today. And now back to the show. Yeah, so... um. I like set it up because you have to you know log in create an account whatever and I I wear contacts um and so I just set it up for like 15 minutes and then my eyes and my brain started hurting a lot and so then people were like you should probably wear glasses with it and I'm like I guess I haven't tried that yet I'm going to do that after our recording <laughs> actually Oh my gosh but um yeah so i haven't like bought any games yet there's one called beat saber which is more like a dance game so i'll oh, buy fun. that but i'm nervous to buy things that are more like roller coastery or like you know combat games because it's vr so you're going to feel like you're being directly right <laughs> <laughs> and i'm not a gamer right so like 
anything I get is going to be those light chill games. Yeah. But yeah, so um, what? So there's a app called Alt Space or Alt VR, um, and basically you can ha- attend like live events on it virtually. which like seems a little paradoxical but hmm. <laughs> so basically like you can attend like i think even like basketball games like sit sit by the court or like you know attend someone's wedding virtually like just things like that wow. and so they have created like a common room space like that for tomorrow that and we are not allowed to access it until tomorrow so i can't tell you what's in there cuz i don't know <laughs> <laughs> and so Um yeah so we just access that and i think you can like use your voice as well so if there's any activity where you need to like sing or anything oh, no <laughs> you way. can so you can yeah you can input that and then it allows you to cast what you're seeing to your tv or if you have a chromecast like things like that so if you've like other people at home they can also join in um because i mean they'll feel left out if for the entire day or just <laughs> yeah standing there with goggles this. on <laughs> Exactly. So I'm a little nervous just because of my eyes and stuff. Um, yeah. but they have built-in like breaks, and they've also built-in like if you do not want to do VR, here's an alternate meeting you can join, or you can get the desktop version of the app and take a break. And so I appreciate that because it's a lot, and they're they're trying their best clearly to recreate what's been in person. <clears throat> but I know I'm going to be taking my <laughs> naps yeah. and my breaks in between. <laughs> Okay, so really dumb question here. So do you have to like do you make like an avatar so that way like when you're in the VR can you like like if you like look over to your right like do you see like Jonathan and then when you look over to your left like you see Sheila like you see people there? Yeah. Yeah, so you can t- uh, create an avatar at least for that Alt Space app. Uh-huh. Like you create an avatar and that's what I was doing <laughs> two days ago creating my person and it's really strange cuz so the the goggles come with like an app that you can have on your phone but you can't create the avatar on your phone you have to create it through vr oh, wow. and so that was <laughs> that was a fun time but yeah so yeah so you don't see like people as themselves but as their avatars that is fun you know we would not have had this conversation i think even like 5 years ago even no. last year to be like yeah i can't go to a work retreat tomorrow so they're all sending us virtual reality goggles so that we can all attend the virtual retreat um live but virtually using vr goggles <laughs> like I, what kind of sentence is this <laughs> i know right like i remember Three years ago, I'd gone to LA because my cousin lives there, and he had like some sort of VR goggles. And he's like, "Okay, just try it." And like, he put me in some like roller coaster mode, and I'm like, "What is this? <laughs> I don't like it. I hate it." Yeah. And then now, like, I feel like now, obviously, there's been more progress. So you can play more than just games. Um. So I like attending those live events. I think, especially right now, like that's an area I feel like a lot of people might use it for because yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah. So I, I, I mean, it's exciting. I just feel like I need to like use it a lot more. You can also like see like Netflix or YouTube within it, but <gasps> that doesn't make a lot of sense to me because I tried it and it's like. Uh-huh. you're wearing the goggles like this like so close to your eyes and then 
you feel like you're seeing Netflix in like a theater room. But then just to get that feeling, I feel like it's not worth to have a device over my head. Uh, yeah, um, I can just like use my TV or my laptop and just sit on my bed comfortably. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow, this is fascinating. And you know, I actually I haven't done any follow up calls yet, but I kind of want to do a follow up call with you so we can learn how this went because I am so just fascinated. And you know what, when you said weddings, I'm literally, I, I have a wedding, my own wedding coming up in April. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. And, and, you know, the whole thing right now is like, can we even do it? Like, how are we going to do the venue? Like how many people are going to we have there? I mean, and I'm sure it's a buttload of money and really expensive, but like, wouldn't that be cool if I was a millionaire and I could just be like, here, everyone, <laughs> here are these VR goggles. So now you may watch my wedding and it'll be like, you're there. <laughs> I know, right? Like, I know people are like live streaming, but this is like next level. <laughs> next level live stream. Wow. Yeah. 2020, man. It's it's been it's been a roller coaster. My word <laughs> of the day is roller coaster. So that's what this year has been. I love it. Um, well, that'll be the t- the title of this podcast. It's real life <laughs> roller coaster, real life and virtual reality roller coaster. <laughs> love it. I love it. Well, thank you, Pallavi. This has been a really fun conversation. I feel like we got vulnerable, shared some stories about what our work life is like and 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 having to adjust and readjust and adjust and readjust all, all over again. And um, I'm glad that I was able to tap into a conversation you were even having with yourself, even as early as this morning. So <laughs> um, that timing worked out well. And thank you for sharing your preview of your VR journey with us. And um, I hope to come back to that and then we'll see how, how it went and let us know how the glasses worked too. Yes, yes. Let's let's please stay in touch because I'd love to like give you a recap of what <laughs> what this was. But yeah, thank you so much for having me. This was like really fun. Of course, of course. Well, so um, before we officially go, um, you have your own podcast as well, um, which I'll actually be a guest on yours. And for listeners that are are tuning in right now. We're actually going to be doing a, a back-to-back recording. So after this, I'll, we'll be recording her show. Um, but Pallavi, where can people find you and um, talk a little bit about your podcast and how they can follow your podcast? Yeah. So my podcast is called the Caffeinated Brown Girl Podcast because I always have coffee with me. I actually have coffee with me right now. Proof. <laughs> so. <Yeah. laughs> Right on brand. Um, (laughs) But basically my podcast, I feature mostly South Asian people who are maybe creatives, business owners, pioneers in their field. And a lot of times these conversations are from a lens of social justice. And my interest essentially in doing this stemmed from being heavily involved in the Indian community on campus during my time in college. So I was just looking for ways on how I can contribute once I graduate. So it's been about a year of this podcast. I only started taking it seriously in March, as did most people (laughs) with a lot of things. Uh, But yeah, you can just find it on Instagram at caffeinated brown girl or on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you listen to. And I usually have like a link in my Instagram bio that'll take you to all my links. You can access it through there as well. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much, Pallavi. And um, we will officially sign off and then switch gears to yours. Thank you for being on the show. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you for supporting the podcast. Subscribe wherever podcasts are found. 
And of course, rate, review, and share with a friend. If you want to learn more about me, you can check out my website, jannyrad.com. That's J-A-N-I-R-A-D.com. Head on over to jannyrad.com slash podcast and click on support the show. Check out my Instagram at jannyrad.me. Love the podcast music? That's BK Williams. You can follow him on Instagram, Brian K underscore Williams 28. Thanks for listening.